Adam Strider, your host here at Author in the Headlights, and I'm going to thank you for joining us. And today we have Brandy Forte, author, entrepreneur, great woman. Um, and so, uh, hello, Brandy. Hey, how are you? Thank you so much. You bet. Now, I personally did not know Brandy, and that's one of those things I like reaching out to new people. She was introduced to me by an editor, a part of our um, Durham and Publishing author resource page contacts, by the way. And she said, you've got to connect with this woman. She is a great person, great writing skills. And so, so again, good morning, Brandy. Thank you. Good morning to the West Coast. Good afternoon to the East Coast. That's true. It's another one of those East Coast, West Coast things. Um, <laughs> hello, anyway. How's that? Hey. Now, now you have three books out there, um, of which two are connected. Is that correct? Am I correct? You are correct. You did your research. Yes. yes I try. <laughs> you know, when I, I first started writing um, professionally, uh, at 21 years old and you know when I first started writing the books were about you know they were like chick lit you know happy go lucky just the stuff that young women go through coming of age stories um as my career started in New York City um like many writers you know they go to the big city of dreams you know pursuing their careers and I was a reporter and um, initially, it was just about, you know, life and fun and, and learning. And as I got older and started experiencing real life, um, then I started writing books like Free and Stronger. Free is a liberating story that touches on um, love, uh, relationships, betrayal, and essentially finding how to free yourself mentally. It really delves into mental illness, um, coping with anxiety, loss, uh, separation, and learning how to find your way when you experience trauma. Stronger, pretty much, um, and they're both based on a true story. They're based on my life stories. Stronger shows... Um, a more mature Dream Angelo, um, which is my character, who is a budding entrepreneur and is, you know, really coming up business-wise in the main streets of Washington, D.C. And so you see her going from this great businesswoman to being a mother, but then there's this other side, this dark side, this double life, Um where you see me as a writer becoming very vulnerable to things that will be completely embarrassing and heart-wrenching. That's putting yourself out there. Yes, absolutely. And novelized me, but also it was a healing story. Initially, when, I, like when I wrote Stronger, it was therapeutic. I was going to therapy and I was tired of my therapist asking me the same questions. So I asked her if I could use my sessions to write because that was the only time that I had to write. And I said, if I write, will you listen? Because that's the best way that I can express what I'm going through, what I'm seeing. And she allowed me to use those therapeutic sessions as a platform. And that's how I developed Stronger. 
and I, I wrote it during the pandemic. Yes, and we've had several authors that, that told about how they got started or used that time to write because they were stuck, you know, kind of locked away. So let's do this thing right. And they did. They wrote during that. So I'm glad to see that at least it had some benefit also and therapeutic benefit. I can follow that. Absolutely. Yes. Because writing does. We know we write about what we feel, about what we know. And mm -hmm. sometimes that, I mean, that can be painful and, yes. and healing also. Yes, it definitely. I like what you said. We write what we see. We write what we experience and we write and we write what we know. And I would say definitely that is that is the way that I'm guided with writing and doing the work that I do. Now, that is your two books, Stronger and Free in particular. What about yeah. Half Chicken, Half Scholar? How does that one fit in? So Half Chicken, Half Scholar, I wrote from what I saw. And it is a coming of age chicklet story of friends from college who um, are smart and scholarly. That's where you get the scholarly, but are kind of like chicken head chickens with their heads cut off. So it's like you have all the book smarts, but no common sense. And um, basically in Half Chicken, Half Scholar, they all come together at a retreat. And the retreat is allowing them to become their authentic self. And what I found in writing the book, because I was in my early 20s, just graduated from college from Howard University, I realized that me and my friends, we were so smart, but common sense wise we like that but also sending a message that it's okay to be your true authentic self well you did a good job you've got good reviews and that says a lot um, Thank so you. You think there are stories of love and loss often painful but it's the story mm -hmm. returning back for a win as i as i yes yes, yes. stronger is you know, free was even what's free with me being vulnerable was free and, and free was definitely a painful story to write. And the way that I wrote it, I started from the trauma. I wrote from the trauma to the liberation. Um, whereas stronger, it was kind of like a it's kind of like singing. I started out very softly, very poetic. Stronger is a very poetic uh, written book because I was a poet by trade. And so I really wanted to create language that felt good. You can hear it musically and sonically and you can visualize it. And then that also was, fits your personality. I mean, that's yeah. it's obvious sitting <laughs> talking to you that that's going to come out in your writing too. And that yes. has got to be a draw to readers because, yes. you know, they connect with you. Yes, you've got an author's profile on, on everywhere and they connect with that. But the you that comes out in your writing style is part of you. Meeting you, it's an exact, I mean, it is you. And those things build the you that you are. And, and you pass that on. And now you do write from a Black point of view, the world yes. and that, that I can't do. I don't even try because that would be fake and false. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't. Yes. I can recognize it. I can enjoy it. I can go along with it. But you do it so well and with style. 
I appreciate that. Thank you. And I wouldn't even say just a black point of view. I would say from a woman's point of view. But there um, is that also, and I can't yes, do that. Absolutely. That balancing as a writer, um, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, it's the words, the words tell the story, right? Absolutely. So you have to acquire a skill set. No one can just wake up and become a writer's. To me, in order to be a great author, you have to study great authors. Yes, absolutely true. Great writers are great readers because mm -hmm. that's how you get the feel of, of the timing and the beat and what's going to happen and what you want to happen and, and how it flows. I know that personally, I write and then I listen back to it, it you know, text to, to word so that it mm -hmm. reads to me and I listen to it because oftentimes... It sounds differently coming out in sound than it does when you read it. It's yeah, kind of I like that. that. I like that method. So I listen to it and I will change up some phrasing because oh, it's it's a little stuck right there. It worked fine when I was typing it out, but now that I'm hearing it back, it doesn't flow quite the same. So mm -hmm. I rewrite that section. Going to tools of the trade and those things that worked for you as a writer Mm. What did you find anything that worked better than something else or something maybe that didn't work? What worked for me was not pushing the words. I wouldn't even call it writer's block, but it was kind of like, you know, if I feel if I feel like I needed to write, then I would write. And like I can always tell when something is going to be good as far as the story that I'm writing because it's it's not forced. It's not I have to meet this timeline, this deadline. It's oh I got that magic right now. So let me let me put it on the laptop. Um what really works for me is environment, you know, having a quiet um part of you know my house. Um, I love to write in coffee shops, even though I do have an office space. It, you know, I like to separate that whole different environment. Um, home, I have an area where I write. My office is for business, but a good coffee shop is a very good vibe for me. I so, spend hours there myself. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and yeah. I don't drink coffee. I drink tea. But <laughs> Well, it whatever yeah. it works, it's getting yeah. there to do that. Well, it is an art, and like other artists, and at one time I did a lot of artwork, you do it when you feel it because yeah. once it gets in there, you start that flow again, that energy starts oh. carrying the story. It's yeah. hard to do a paragraph at a time, but yes. it becomes much easier when you're in there and it just goes because the story creates itself. Yes, and you kind of want for me what motivates me is I want I want to know the ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you don't have your book all laid out ahead of time. Some people do. No, I have. It's interesting because I had a whole storyboard for Stronger, and I I scrapped the whole thing, and I have a storyboard <laughs> now for Stronger too, but so much has changed. So um, much changes when you write because the story yeah. writes itself once you get going. It's very yes. interesting. For people that no. don't write, they don't understand that. You, you got to have a story. Well, no, because I go down. This is where I'm thinking I'm going. And then it'll go. 
<laughs> yes, but it's, it's always good, you know, even for new writers to have, you know, structure, to have outline, yes. to have discipline, but they will find that sometimes it's not exactly the way that you foresaw it in your outline or your story. Absolutely. Board. Absolutely. Yeah. So what brought you to writing? So since I was five years old, I was a creative writer. You know, a lot of when I just remember growing up, you know, kids wanted to be dancers and singers and I gravitated to books. I wanted to go to the library. Right. I wanted to read. Um, I fell in love with writing when I started reading Maya Angelou, Phenomenal Woman, um, in the fifth or sixth grade. And those words, oh my gosh, I, I got into Maya Angelou, Sonia Sanchez, and Tazaki Shangi for Colored Girls Only. And reading those words, I knew by the time 11, by the time I turned 11, I am going to be a writer. Um and then when I went to Howard, I majored in communications and broadcast journalism. I selected a career that could help cultivate, you know, my writing skills. And that was around age 18. And I just spent a lot of time just studying. So what's next? So I'm working on Stronger 2. It is a trilogy. Stronger 2 is more so what life looks like after loss. Also, um, Stronger got picked up as um, an adaptation from book to film. So we're getting ready to shoot a trailer um, in April. That's and we're awesome. Yes, awesome. We're, we're preparing for a film festival for this summer. So we're excited. Well, congratulations there. Thank and, you. And uh, we're running out of time, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to throw this out there. This happens to be the start of Black History Month coming up, and it had nothing to do with you on the podcast whatsoever, <laughs> but somehow it just seems, you know, apropos. So yes. I am so glad that we were able to do this. You. Your yes. books will be available on Durman Publishing's uh, bookshop. Uh, people can find them there as well as wherever else they're sold, of course. Yes. Um, and that will be super so they'll be there very shortly. We'll have your three books that are up and we will wait for the next one. So do let me know when that gets out please, yes. and we'll get that attached also. Thank you. Thank you for putting yourself in the line of fire because of the Ooh. kind of book that you have, the storylines you have. And honestly, there could be a place where people take pot shots at you, but you do it with such style. And so, yes. <laughs> and I really enjoy that and the fact thank that you, you love what you're doing. And I want to say thank you so much, Brandy, for being with us. Thank you. And happy Black History Month. <laughs> happy Black History Month. I agree. Yes. Thank so, you. until next time, this is Strider saying goodbye from Author in the Headlights, sponsored by DurmanPublishing.com. Check out Brandy's books there also. Till I talk to you again. Thank you. Bye-bye. Sponsored by DermanPublishing.com.